0: Welcome to the Design Doctor Podcast, where we talk about how to decorate, remodel, or build a home without losing your mind. I'm your host, Krisha Palmer, physician turned interior designer and life coach. So come on in and have a seat. Let's talk. Hey friends, welcome to the podcast. Can you believe that this is episode 15 of the Design Doctor podcast? I can't. It seems like I just started this yesterday and it's already, you know, three plus months later and we're still going strong. Uh, I really appreciate all your great feedback. If you have a topic you'd like to hear about, feel free to email that to me at Krisha at Krisha.com. And if you haven't already, and you're really enjoying the content and learning a lot, please uh, leave a rating and review. That's very helpful for me, um, and it helps me get the podcast out to more people. So, I wanted to start this episode with a question. When someone asks you what your design style is, what do you say? Do you think you have a clear understanding of your own style, or does it seem sort of muddled and ambiguous, and you're really not sure how to describe it. I imagine that some of you have very well-defined design styles, but many of you may not. You're just not sure, and that's totally understandable because I think this can be really confusing, even for me and for a lot of people, because we're trying to take lots of different elements of a space and sort of categorize it, and sometimes that's hard to do. So how important is it that you even be able to define your design style? I always take a step back and ask myself, well, do I really need to? Is this that important? Is it going to pigeonhole me? Is it going to limit me? Does every room have to be the same style? And I think there's a lot of confusion around this issue about the need to define our own style. So in this episode, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about why design style matters how having a good sense of your style can actually help you. And we're going to talk a little bit about the main design styles, the big ones. There are a long list of design styles. We're not going to go through every one, but I'm going to walk you through the four that I think that are most important to really understand. And if you're really familiar and know what those four Entail, then you're going to be able to kind of branch off from that and define your own style better. This is actually part one of this design style series. In part two, which will be next week, I'm going to give you a really simple, easy way that I've developed to really help you hone in on your own style and define it. So, why is defining your own design style important? Well, I think it's really important for one main reason it gives you clarity. And it makes communication a lot easier because I can describe what I like to you, but if I can put it in a category and you, and it gives you a better perspective of what I'm talking about, it just makes communication easier. So communication with others that you're working with, if you're working with a designer Or an architect or a builder, or if you're working with someone in a store and you're looking for something in particular, it can help to be able to define your style just so that you're on the same page. I think of it actually as just a communication tool because if you think about it, if you're not communicating, or there's no need for communicating about what you want for your space, and yet you still know. There's really no need to define it, right? It is what it is. But I think that um, piece of being able to define it and express it in a certain way helps with communication. And that's going to, better communication is going to help you better execute your design. Or if you're working with a designer, it's going to help you better express to them what you really like and help them execute it. And I want to stop and mention also that it's totally okay to like more than just one style. You don't have to be limited to one style. So you can like elements of different styles together and your personal style might be a blend of two or more of these styles. That's okay. Totally fine. As long as you can articulate that, it's still a very effective communication tool. And it's important that you don't have to be super attached to it. Your style may evolve and change over time. We go through different stages of life and it's perfectly normal, I think. For that sense of style or your taste or your preferences to evolve and change over time, that's totally fine. So we're going to focus today on really getting to know your predominant style. And I'm going to start by just listing, and this is going to be a long list, so bear with me. But I, I want to get give you a sense of what's out there, okay? So this is not a comprehensive list of all design styles, but it's a lot. <laughs> and um, we're going to focus on four Today. So a couple of the styles are Art Deco, Arts and Crafts, Bohemian, California Chic, Coastal, Contemporary, Country or Rustic, Eclectic, French Country, Cottage, Hollywood Regency, Industrial, Mediterranean, Mid-Century Modern, Modern. Scandinavian, shabby chic, southwestern, traditional, transitional, and minimalist. I mean, that's a lot, right? (laughs) So you see the need and the usefulness and the utility of being able to simplify that. So each style, as I've described, has kind of a characteristic look or vibe, And often these styles come from a specific time in history and is created really in its own most elemental form by just the lines, the colors, the textures, and the patterns of the design. So in getting to know some of the most popular styles, you're going to better understand what styles stand out to you and really match your preferences. So let's go through briefly the four core styles, and I think that once you really have a good grasp of what these are, then we can layer some of those other elements of the other styles on top of them, and it just makes it easier to think about and easier to figure out what your style is. Okay, the first one that we're going to talk about is traditional. Everybody's heard of a traditional design style, so I want you to close your eyes for a minute, if you can. (laughs) And envision what you picture a traditional room to look like. What do you picture in your mind? My guess is that what I picture in my mind and what you picture in your mind may be the same, but it may be different. So let's go through this. Traditional, what we think of traditional design, really originated in the 18th and 19th centuries throughout Europe. It's a very classic timeless and elegant feel, and it feels collected. It's something that feels collected over time. So here are some of the characteristics of a traditional design style. So the emphasis is more on symmetry and order. So you may have heard me talk about symmetrical and asymmetrical balance, and symmetrical balance is when you have a mirror image of a room. It could be in reference to furniture placement, it could be in reference to accessory placement, but basically each side of the space is a mirror image of the other. So in traditional design, there's more of an emphasis on, emphasis on things being symmetrical and very ordered. It incorporates architectural details like wainscoting, crown molding, more elaborate moldings and trim. It uses classic elements like chandeliers and often built-in architectural features like bookcases. So color-wise, it can be quite variable, especially now. So uh, traditionally, in a pure traditional room, you have mostly neutrals with a little bit of color, often in jewel tones. That's changing, and we'll talk about that. Um, The lines are curved and sometimes more ornate. Uh, Traditional design uses Textures and fabrics like cottons, velvets, wools, and silks, and often the window treatments and draperies are very layered. So you may have a sheer underneath a drapery, or a Roman shade, or some kind of shade layered underneath a drapery. Traditional design often use very classic patterns like plaids, damask, or florals, and the flooring tends to be a darker wood. So those are just some characteristics. So, does that description match what you had in your head. That's traditional. So think are you traditional completely or do you like some traditional elements and if so, which ones are they? So think about the list that I just gave you and ask yourself which of those elements am I drawn to? Let's move to modern design style and I, I chose modern to discuss next because it's such a contrast from traditional so it makes it easier, to talk about and easier to distinguish. So what do you think about when you think about a modern room? What do you picture in your head? Modern design style originated in Germany in the early 1900s. So there was an art school, a school of thought called the Bauhaus, and it really inspired what we call modern design style. The Bauhaus philosophy really highlighted the use of very clean lines, natural materials, very geometric forms. And interestingly, it emphasized mass production with an emphasis on form following function. So the function of the object, whether it be a sofa or a chair or a tea kettle or a desk, the function of those items informs the form or the design of them. The Bauhaus philosophy really had a big impact from the 1920s all the way through the 1970s. You may be familiar with the Eames chair that was designed by Charles Eames. You may be familiar with Florence Knoll. So these are names that we still hear today and are products of this modern movement. So what are the characteristics of this style? Very clean lines. And you can see that's in stark contrast to traditional, which has more curved, ornate lines. So clean lines, neutral colors, very neutral colors, natural light, open floor plan, lots of natural materials. Everything is very functional. And I think of it as sort of a no-nonsense minimalism. So that's modern. And from a design perspective, Modern and what you think of as mid-century modern are very similar. I actually think of mid-century modern being sort of a subcategory under modern because it incorporates all the elements of modern design, but with mid-century modern, we get a little bit more decorative. Modern, nothing in excess, nothing that doesn't need to be there. Mid-century modern, we can add some color, we can add some more decorative elements. Okay, so that's traditional and modern let's move on to transitional. All right. So I'm talking about this third because it's really a mix of the first two. And that's the way I like to think about it. It's a mix of both traditional and modern elements. So what exactly does that look like? Well, it's variable, right? So it depends on how much traditional you have, how many traditional elements there are, and how many modern elements you have. So it can be a a variable style and may look very different if you have one room that incorporates primarily traditional with some modern elements that room is transitional but it's going to look very different from one that it has more modern elements and just a few traditional touches. In general in a transitional style the furniture silhouettes or the lines of everything are cleaner and they're not as fussy as just a pure pure traditional style. So I like this style because it lets you pull from traditional and modern, whatever you want, and kind of create your own transitional look. I think of it as kind of bringing traditional into the present. You may have heard the term new traditional, which I actually really like that term, but it's, it's very similar. New traditional, transitional, bringing those traditional elements into the present by adding more modern elements Okay, and then last, let's go through contemporary. And this one is probably the most misunderstood and most confusing for most people. So contemporary, we think of modern and contemporary just in general, just by definition of the terms as being synonymous, right? So often we think that modern and contemporary interiors are the same, but they're not. So when it comes to design style, modern is very different from contemporary So the contemporary design style really evolved after the modern movement, after the mid-century modern movement in the 70s. And it's a style that's not really rooted in one particular time frame. The main thing to remember about a contemporary design style is that it combines a lot of what is in the moment. So current trends, whatever's in the moment, it's contemporary, it keeps up. So it's constantly changing rather than referencing back to a specific time movement or style movement. In general, with a contemporary space, we have clean lines, minimalism with certain added decorative elements, but there's a lot of variability because one person's version of contemporary can be very different from another's, right? Depending on what trends you're using, whatever's in the moment that you're pulling from. Because it's variable, I'm going to give you just a list of kind of common characteristics of contemporary. This one I definitely think is the most difficult to nail down. So some characteristics of this style are open spaces and floor plans, very clean, straight lines, neutral color schemes with some pops of color here and there. They tend to incorporate very uh, simple furniture silhouettes and simple geometric shapes It may include statement chandeliers or pendants and other lighting. And lots of different materials are using, including natural materials like carved wood, metal accents, soft fabrics, and woven elements. So that's just kind of in a nutshell, an explanation of the traditional, modern, transitional, and contemporary design styles. So if you think about it, if you had to pick one of those that most describes your style, which one would it be? And because I know sometimes it's hard to visualize these, I am attaching a couple of examples of each of these styles in the show notes. So these are just photos that provide a really good example of traditional, modern, transitional, and contemporary design style. So you can go to the show notes and take a look at those if you're having any confusion about what these are. So what about all those other styles that I mentioned in that list bohemian coastal eclectic French country well I'm all for simplifying things and the way I think about this which is the easiest for me doesn't mean it's right or wrong but I think that almost all design styles at their root are probably one of the four that we talked about and then we kind of layer extra elements over those to create other looks So for example, if I have a minimalist design style, most likely that's a modern design style that's in its truest form with no added decorative elements, just very minimalist. Another example is if you have a Scandinavian design style, that too is probably more of a modern aesthetic But with the classic lines that you see in Scandinavian produced furniture, which are very clean, sometimes angular, very simplistic, form follows function and adding lots of earthy materials. Another example is coastal. So for example, you can have a traditional coastal room. So what is the style of the space in its most elemental form? So I could have a traditional room, but then create a coastal look by just using lighter colors, woven or rattan textures, and soft, comfortable fabrics. So hopefully thinking about it in this way simplifies things for you. I know it definitely does for me. So as you go about your week, think about these four main design styles. Look at your home, look at the things you're drawn to, and try to decide which you prefer. And if you prefer more than one, remember that's fine too. And then next week, I'm going to give you a tool that you can use to help you even further decide your design style. And you can see whether the results you get by using that tool matches what you think about this week. And I want to close this episode by reminding you of one thing. Often we look to others to inform our sense of style. What is everybody else doing? But I want to challenge you to think about this and really be true to what you like, what resonates with you, rather than just what's popular at the moment. If what's popular at the moment does resonate with you, perfect, wonderful. But if it doesn't, stay true to what you feel comfortable with, to what really inspires you, and you'll never go wrong, and you won't regret it. All right. Well, that's all I have for you today, my friends. I will see you next week and I'll walk you through that new tool on how to define your design style. See you then. If you're a woman physician who loves all things design and decorating, be sure to check out my private Facebook group, House Calls for Physicians, or you can visit my website at www.housecallsforphysicians.com.